Kilo Vault. Go and play America, and you said, <laughs> you guys have no chance. Opens now. And welcome inside the Kilo Vault for something a little bit different. We got some quality time with Gavin Ross today. It's a Thursday morning. It's just before 8 o'clock in the morning. We just announced the upcoming Bush tour, which makes a stop in Denver in August. Uh, the new Greatest Hits album has just come out. We've been playing a few songs from that for a while. And they gave us, what, 20 minutes to talk to Gavin. And you know, with it, though, comes you know some time you know, on the air and then playing music. So there's a lot of this is off the air. So 20 minutes usually equates to about like, you know, 10, 15 minutes of actually on-air time. So with this one, if it's cool with Gavin, we're just going to record the whole conversation, everything we have to talk about on and off the air, and turn it into a full quality 20 minutes with the guy cause, and talk about stories. He's got them. He's been around for a while. So uh, as soon as he calls in, we'll jump in the conversation with him and then be on the air and then off the air over the next 20 minutes or so with a guy who's doing a press junket in New York City, I think, right now. I don't know if he's still there, but he was um, on Jimmy uh fallon which we'll put the link up to did glycerine which is great uh he was also on what today show we'll link that up as well on the podcast vault description so thank you for jumping in today this is pretty cool oh uh, and there goes the phone hey good morning kilo i've got gavin was on the other line are you ready we are ready to go amazing hi hello 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 gavin how's it going hello. Going good. How you, how you doing? Doing well, man. Thanks for the time this morning. No problem. Thanks for having me on. We're doing like a hybrid thing. I'm going to just record this whole thing, and then we're going to go on the air a couple times live as well, so I can maximize my time with you. Is that cool? Of course. Nice. Where are you at this morning? Are you still in New York? I'm still in New York. Yeah, I've got a couple more days. Doing a, yeah, a couple more days. Yeah, I saw you on uh, on Jimmy, and I saw you on the Today Show. What was that, day before yesterday? Oh, sweet. I was on MSNBC last night on a, on a talk show, like a radio head show. Harry on MS, MSNBC, and I wasn't prepared for a question. <laughs> so I was gonna, uh, but like a topic question, it was brilliant. I was like, uh, I was like, whew, flying by the seat of my pants on that one. I was like, I, I was going to answer some stuff. I wasn't going to bring up the whole subject. Gavin, what's your fallback position? It was brilliant. I loved it. It was great being on there. Really smart. Wow. So it was like a current events discussion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three of us. It was really. It was great fun. Look at I really you. Enjoyed it. Dude, you're all over the place, man. Like, I, I didn't realize you had the clothing line, the Sea of Sound, until I saw the Today Show thing. And then, of course, music is the, the main passion, and then the, the tour, and then the boys. Which, hey, because uh, yeah. you talked about flag football on the Today Show, and then I've seen your boys. Yeah. One one of your kids is looks like a clone of you. Like, uh, is that Apollo? Yeah. I mean, it, funny enough, they, there's two of them that look, like, pretty clonish. And then the, the third one has, like, lots of moments of expression where he looks like me so <laughs> i got strong genes like that and that's cool that's fine by me yeah they, they 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 it's weird you know like my my little one especially like everything about him every every sort of uh, knuckle elbow knee it's all the same it's exactly the same so wow weird. We look at it. Yeah, dude yeah genetics is a trip isn't it sure is and then the funny thing is is that you know what i've learned um is that they also, kids, come out with 400 genetic traits that have nothing to do with us, which is why I always go, I can't believe that these kids grew up in the same house. Well, yeah, they've got 400 separate you know, genetic traits that make them individuals. And so it's so cool growing up around these people that are really pretty much who they are in many ways already. Right. But then the fact that he started this little ball of mush and then turn into that is so trippy. It is. It is a trip. Life is a trip. All right, well, cool. Hey, man, we announced the show on Tuesday, so we'll talk about that in this first break and uh, talk about the greatest hits. It's crazy to see that, man, that 21 tracks, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then 
Uh, what else I want to do with you? Oh, I'm going to get our top the top three songs Kilo has played for uh, over the years from Bush, and kind of if you could tell us maybe a little a little story about three of the songs. Sure, is that cool? All right, buddy, sure. hold tight. We're on in about 14 seconds. Okie doke. 94.3 Kilo, what do you know? Saddle winner, Sounds of Bush. And yeah, one of those 21 tracks on Loaded, the greatest hits. Gavin Rossdale joins us from New York City. He's doing a, a promo run. The tour is officially on, on sale tomorrow. Uh, we got some tickets to blow out, and we'll get ready for that August 1st with uh, Bush, Cantrell, Candlebox. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Gavin. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing well, man. Good to talk to you. It's always awesome. I woke up this morning and go, oh, cool. Let's talk to that guy. Uh, congratulations on the Greatest Hits album and, and the upcoming tour and everything I know, else. You know, I, I, I heard the intro and I'm like, man, there's five other hit songs we didn't put. Or there's 26. What? We have to have a deluxe record. I'm like, I knew it. They said there's, they, they, it's too difficult to have the, the vinyl or something like that. <laughs> Take too many vinyls. But anyway, it's great to be, it's great to be going on that tour. Everything's, everything's, everything's good. Everything Bush is good. Now, uh, when you picked uh, tour mates, Cantrell, just a great guy. That's a guy I could sit down. Uh, well, you're you're a guy who's into food. If I could pick like one rock star to sit down and have dinner with, uh, Jerry Cantrell would be in that conversation. Uh, yeah, he's he's good fun at dinner. He doesn't you know he's um, doesn't hold back. He's a, he's a great guy. We had, we we were on tour with Aston Chains last year, and uh, so it's a real thrill to, to to go on tour with him again and just. You know, he's great. We played some stuff. I, I sang with Addison Chains a little bit. Um, he's played with Bush. He'll come out this summer and play with us. I'm not sure how or when, or, but, but um, it, 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 he's a legend, right? Yeah, it was really cool. And then and then Candlebox, another great band uh, out and a great band live. Those guys, it's going to be a, a great show, man. Did you uh, pick those guys specifically? Have you had tours with them in the past? You mentioned recently with Allison Chains, but it goes we, back. We, we played, I think that last year we played, um, we played some shows with Jerry. Those are the really good shows. We played some shows with Candlebox on the other coast. Those are really good shows. And so everyone's like, uh, that's a no brainer. Go with what were the best shows you had and just, um, make a tour of that. And that's the, that's the kind of, um, exactly what we're doing. And I think it's really cool for people to have, um, and there'll be, an, there'll, you know, there'll be, an, there'll be an opening band as well. We'll get someone cool. Um, so more surprises to come. But it's, I think it's nice when people know that they got an evening of solid music and solid songs they know. And do you know what I mean? Reverie and a, and a good time. And, you know, it's the one time where, where your life isn't divided. You're not being forced into some competitive state. Choose that door or that door or else you suck. Oh, my <laughs> God. Don't kill me. You know, it's like come and listen to music and, and put your troubles to one side, you know, yeah. elevate. My my dream is to elevate people. Or my goal is to just make, have great shows where people just like lose their minds with how how far the songs take them, you know, and that's why I love to create. Hmm. It's awesome. Gavin Rossdale, yeah. our guest here this morning. And um, I wanted to talk to you about something. We, we talked to you a couple of years ago, but I hadn't seen that uh, documentary on um, everything that happened at the Woodstock in 99. Um, and, right. and of course there's a powerful moment where you follow corn and they, they talk about how the crowd had started going nuts and, um, and they kind of alluded to like, you know, that you were the guy to have to bring this crowd down a little bit and, and bring calm and peace and order. But then you talk about that afterwards, you didn't know what you were getting into. You just showed up there and, and ripped out 16 songs from the band and, and yeah. didn't, didn't realize what you had in front of you. Well, did you? 
Yeah, it's like blissfully ignorant. I felt really <laughs> dumb. I felt dumb when I saw the um, documentary because they're like, you know, everyone was like hunkering down and the, the violence was palpable. This in the air. This is on the Friday, so you know the awful stuff happened on the Sunday. Um, but it's on the Friday. You know, the, the violence was palpable. Uh, it was in the air. The air was electric. I'm walking into it thinking, man, we got to honor the the, the 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 history of Woodstock and the, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the togetherness. This was all about. We got to come as one. You know, I was like completely did not get the memo, and um, <laughs> so I just acted accordingly. And I thought it was a great show. It was just unbelievable the size of the crowd. I remember the stage was like this semicircle. It was a very 180, you know, a very, very wide, big stage. And it was the crowd as far back as you could see. I was just, just in that moment. And, and it was only after, you know, we played and we, um, then we left, I guess, you know, pretty soon. And, and that, and then when all the trouble would reveal itself, I was like, damn, it's like being sort of in a car crash, but like the last couple of cars before the crash begins. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're driving down the highway. I left going somewhere else. And I was like, that's a great show. Man, do you see that crowd? And uh, and then little did I know there was a terrible crash for two days behind me. You know? <laughs> well, then, I wonder then what would the set have been different then, you think? If someone had come to you before and said, hey, Gavin, listen, this is things are going nuts. You need to kind of bring everyone together here. Would that have yeah, planted yeah, and messed up your head? Yeah, I would have kept my shirt on. <laughs> now the shirtless Gavin is what saved yeah. the day, Gavin. <laughs> like, not all, we, not all heroes wear T-shirts. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, in that documentary, when they cut to you uh, kicking into swallowed goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was an amazing uh, scene. And, and I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible life. I'm so lucky because, you know, that happens every time I play a song in, in, in a public place. Generally, it's, it, it brings a sort of a degree of excitement with it. Uh, some songs more than others, maybe like beginning Machine Head is like a, that sends the crowd into an eruption. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's cool. Um, it's beautiful. I'm just really happy to, to, to have chosen music because it didn't work for me for so long. And then, then it did work for me for so long. So it's a real lesson in life. I'm, a, I'm a, an example of, of just not letting go and yeah. keeping true to what you believe in. That's a great story. We'll continue the conversation with Gavin Rossdale. Uh, we'll run down. I'm going to tell you what, we've, we've played plenty of Bush songs over the years. And it's so funny. Uh, my ties to your band, I started there. Like I was, I was talking about your new music when I first started on the nights. I was like, Hey, uh, here's Bush, this new band. Uh, this here's, uh, everything's in like, you know, almost 30 years ago now. So I, every time I hear your music, it takes me back to my start in radio. So I love that. Well, I'll tell you what, that. we're going to run down the top three songs that we play here at Kilo and we've got plenty. I'm going to run through most of these made the cut to greedy fly, uh, the kingdom, all things must change, uh, nowhere to go, but everywhere's the new one, more than machines, bullet holes, glycerine, the sound of winter chemicals between us, little things. And then the top three, I'm going to run those by you, Gavin. And if you give us maybe a little story about those three songs, wow. that'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. All right, we'll pick it up next with Gavin Rossdale here at Kilo. Yeah, looking to your uh, the set the track list for the greatest hits. It's like, oh man, boom, boom, boom. It's amazing. And you said how many songs didn't make the cut? Well, there's, there's 26 uh, bona fide hits. So whatever, five, four, five. Just and that's just because then, limitations of how. Yeah, because otherwise you have to have too many vinyls, and it doesn't. And the CD does. I don't know. I mean, just, <laughs> that's crazy. Just, I, but it gives me. Gives me an opportunity to um, keep having try to have hits and uh, but do a little deluxe, 
you know, and little, little people. I saw that the other day, Greatest Hits Part Two. Every, everyone, everyone decent has them. <laughs> right. Well, you're doing it that long. Obviously, if you've been doing it right, you got plenty to pick from. Dude, you know what we should have done is just do it in sequence of ten. You know, what I mean, then we would have like you know three three Greatest Hits packages. You know, It'd be so cool. You have plenty of time, Gavin. <laughs> I, I, I was reading up getting ready i'm sorry so sorry to hear about your dog chewy passing man i, I love dogs we're yeah. huge dog people here we do actually do a dog segment today where we do a thing with the humane society so that's great i know how tough that is yeah. dogs dogs are always going to break your heart but it they're feels really weird and oh man break my heart i love that guy so much but what's incredible i noticed it the other day when i was warming up for the tonight show i go through i've got a couple of warm-up things from you know i have some warm-up routines and, of course, my dog's barking in there all the way through it. It's very sweet. For some reason, he was barking at my – I have a singing teacher's woman who barking at her house about something or other. And he wanted water or something. And so it's kind of cute. So I, when I warm up, I just can hear him barking away. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. As you realize, yeah, I saw some of those pictures. He had a good life. He, went, he was a road trip, and, and he met some amazing oh, people. He, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. He, he Yeah, it's been – you know, it's been a lot. And people are very kind. They send me loads of pictures and images. And he's one of those dogs that, you know, you have certain dogs that um, they belong to everyone in a funny way. Everyone gets a piece of them because they spend time with him on the road. He he was friendly with so many people and they look after him. Mm-hmm. Really good. He was really good. I didn't believe in that kind of like holding your dog like into to the chest like he goes and sees everyone hung out. He's a friendly, friendly dog. I would have, I would not have believed I went to the store and Gavin Rossdale's there with a with his dog in the cart. That'd be crazy. All right, uh, all right, Gavin. We got about fifteen seconds. We're on the air. All right. All right. All right. And uh, let's see. It's the Kilo Morning Show. Hanging out on a Thursday. Oh man, did we lose? Oh, I think I just disconnected. Gavin Rossdale. Everyone, huh? How about that? How about that? I'll tell you what, we'll try to uh, get that reconnection with Gavin, get ready for the show on sale officially here tomorrow, if you didn't know. Uh, let's do one of the new ones from uh, Bush. Wait, 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 is he there again? Hey, Gavin, you back with me, buddy? He was, and then he's not. Hello? Hey. I'm there you are. Went dead. Sorry, yeah, buddy. I, I was sitting. That's all. Well, well, you went 15 seconds, and the phone went. I was like, ooh. It's all right. We're good. We're still, uh, we are on the air, and we all want to talk about some of the Songs. Kilo, of course, have been playing Bush records since the very beginning when no one knew who you were now, world famous, and uh, you got tons of songs that stick around. I want to do the three most played songs. Uh, coming in at number three, Gavin, tell us something about the Bush song, Come Down. Um, well, this is one when I was just, I uh, the last band I was in had broken up, and I was trying to look for people to work with in London, and... Um, it was proving difficult. I couldn't find anyone. And in the process of finding it, I was like, wow, you really suck for not being able to, why are you, why are you going to wait for someone else to write your song? I mean, if you play a great Dylan song, you can realize that it's quite basic chords, but the, you know, the magic is in the words and the interplay and all that stuff, the melody. So it's like, just stop being so weak and figure out how to write a song yourself. So I sat down and, and the first song I wrote is Come Down. Wow. Um, on my own. So there you go. I mean, I've said that before. It's really, I've had said it before and I apologize, but that's just something about it. No, that's cool. And then, so you mentioned too, when we were talking before the break about um, difficulty achieving success, yet Bush, the band itself, achieved success pretty quickly. How long did you 
uh, muddle around in the rock world before 1992 and, and starting with Bush? Well, you know, just a few years. Like that was like I had uh, I spent two years getting Bush together, so there was nothing happening there. I, I, my first band was signed uh, to Epic, um, and then um, only did a couple of singles, and then I did a, a whole band cycle <laughs> for bands that didn't work. So that was a few years of not, and he didn't want me to play guitar. He was a very good guitar. He is a very good guitar player. So he's like, you don't need to play guitar because I can play guitar. But the problem is, is that meant that he then chose all the chords. And just because he can't play guitar good or well doesn't mean that you can't choose good chords. You know, like I'm, there's, there's a million guitar players who smoke me, you know, a million everything that smoke me. But I find my niche, my way through, you know. So, um, so you know, a good few years, enough that people just felt really sorry for me. You know, people that knew me uh, <laughs> loved me. You know, like I, I had pity bestowed upon me from a distance. I could feel it. You know, people felt bad for me. That's awesome. Yeah. You kept kept grinding, and look at you now, man. You're going to do something big <laughs> one day, Gavin. Well, uh. you know, it was quite the opposite. You know, it's quite the opposite. You have a sort of a Scottish Scottish family, and they're, they're not really like um. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. It's much. That's much more that like the it's horror. It's a bit horror story compared to what you meant to tell your kids today. You, you, you're a Picasso. Oh my God! Look at this napkin. You're Picasso. <laughs> you know, it's not. You know where I was from. It was like get off. Stop drawing on stuff. You know, it's a different world. <laughs> All right, you gobshite. Second, gobshite. second most played Bush song here at Kilo. Everything's in story time, Gavin. What do you got? Story time. Mm. Well, that was that was just me uh, a sense of giving up, you know, thinking that I never would because I, you know, I wrote that song with no future in mind. I wrote the song having had years of not make getting record deals, you know. This was a brand new band. I was like, oh man, so I could get record the studio time from every record label in London. They give me studio time, but no one would sign me because it's like, you know, not sure. So. That that was like me. I was so mad at the world, and 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 that was when Britpop was at its highest. And he had like uh, David Bowie interviewing um, Suede, who an excellent band and the excellent Bowie. And I just was a jealous kid, and like I was so annoyed at like all these people. And like this band were doing great. Uh, Dave's on sale again. The kissy kiss in the rear view. That's all that that interview was just annoyed me. And I just only because I was being a you know I was being a weak. I just got to. Concentrate on your own life. Don't worry about people's lives. But that, that song, I was like, you know, it's what's happening with my life. Where am I going? Huh. That makes sense. Yeah, everything's it. Don't don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> huh. All got, right. I got better. Let's throw in the drum roll here for the number one most played song here at Kilo with over 5,000 plays since 1994, Gavin. Machine Head. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. That song, you know, what's incredible is these songs, they're just like rocket ships. They just have taken us so many places and done so many things for us. They're just like, I don't, I don't, I don't I concur with that thing people say about my children, you know, my my babies. Like, I really? have babies. Yeah, he's yeah, got three, yeah, he's got songs. three boys. They're songs. They're songs. But they're, they're not babies. Um, but, but what they are is rocket ships if you get them right. And, um, that song is a rocket ship. And so it's just one of those moments where you just go, I wish I could write that song again. You know, (laughs) I just think that, um, it's just one of those special moments where you just get it right. And, 
I remember writing that song and not knowing what to, how, what to sing on the riff. And I walked around the parks uh, with my dog of the time, Winston. You know, I used to go on these long walks, especially because if you have no money, the best pastime you can have is walking your dog. It's free. And uh, I was trying to figure out how to break that song. And I couldn't crack that code for three days. And then on the fourth day, I suddenly, wow, I got it as I was walking around. And um, I think, I guess I got it right. Why? Well, I guess so. You made a rocket ship, didn't you, Gavin? Those first three days, though, I couldn't figure it out. So I, the first three days, I was just with that, that Dan, and even that riff. Yeah. I was like, you know, anyway, there you go. Well, yeah, I think perseverance is a great word to tie to you and uh, what you're doing with the band. That's <laughs> awesome. Scottish, Scottish drunk is the one, another one. You know? <laughs> Scottish drunk like or perseverance? Either way. Which is, what does it mean? Like, I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not drunk at all. I just mean like I have that Scottish. I'm a McGregor. Do you know that? Like Conor McGregor, Gavin McGregor, Rustell. Oh, no. I knew. I um, saw you. One of your dog's middle names was McGregor. I didn't put the two and two together. Yeah, that's, I'm, my, that's my clan, the McGregor clan. So they were all the very, very tough, uh, very tough clan. So you got to kill us, else we keep going. <laughs> you can't stop <laughs> the McGregor's. I can't stop the McGregor's. I know we're all, we're pretty much out of our, our time, but I got one more question. Last time we talked to you, we were goofing around talking about how you have a credit a movie credit in Zoolander. Uh, you and Gwen were in a, like a red carpet event, but you're, you're tied in forever with that movie. And someone called and asked me this, and I was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't ask Gavin. Do you get a check? Do you get Zoolander money for your appearance in the movie Zoolander, Gavin Rosdale? But I, I literally, I think I'm in two frames. I might be in one frame, I think Gwen's in two and it's funny because it's referenced in my IMDb. Yeah. It's, it's like I was barely, I don't know, <laughs> I doubt it. And if I did, I should give it back to him because I just passed through. I mean, he could have got me a better lunch. Right. Um, but outside of that. To get a one cent oh, check even from Zoolander would be awesome. Woohoo, Zoolander right, money! Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no. I just, it's, the credit's all him. He's brilliant. I love Ben. And so, no, it's all him. It was just, it was just, it was a funny day. I remember arriving there and not knowing where to go and where to be, and then just like sitting. I think we sat in, in an audience. And we meant to be watching the fashion show. It was so, it was so awkward. It was really awkward. Um, I prefer being in a movie with a line. You know what I mean? Right. That's like I like saying stuff. Um, being in a movie, so somebody's like, "What was I like being Zoolander?" It's like I wasn't. What are you talking about? I've literally passed through. You blink, uh, you miss them. Anyway. That's awesome. We're a big fan of Ben. Gavin, I appreciate the time with you today, man. Thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, let's wrap it up and play that rocket ship song known as uh, Machine Head. What do you think? I love that. Thanks let's so much. Do it. Gavin Rossdale rocking here at Kilo. Dude, that was awesome, man. Thanks so much. Take care. All the best. Yeah, yeah all the best, man. Thanks, appreciate you. Thank you. And there's proof that guy's a pretty decent dude. He called back. He gets disconnected. He calls back. Most of us, an American rock star, they'd be like, ah, fuck this guy. Let's, who's next? Who's next? But decent dude, good conversation. That's cool. I squeezed. I, I think squeezed every minute out of that twenty minutes we had. I think I got twenty two out of it. As a matter of fact, I gave you a plus two vault. So thanks for being a part of the Keto Vault podcast. If you enjoy it, give us a rating. If you don't enjoy it, give us a great rating anyway. Just lie. <laughs> Tell people about it. Uh, subscribe if you want. New episodes drop every Monday. And that is it. Thanks for jumping inside the Keto Vault.